0: And listen to motivational speeches while getting ready for the day. Click the link to download Mindset Now and get ready to transform your life.
1: Hold up.
2: A
3: wise person once told me dreams don't work unless you do.
2: It may seem like things aren't going to get better. It may seem like all of the days, the weeks, the months are all merging into one and it seems like you can't make a difference between one day and the next.
1: Anxiety often occurs on impulse. You have a thought. And then your immediate response is feeling anxious or unprepared or afraid. And and this is why it's so important that you consistently question and challenge the story that you have created for yourself.
3: One of the best things you can ever do in your life is to change your words. There's a scripture in the bible in proverbs that says death and life are in the power of the tongue in other words your tongue your words have the ability to shape your world i said your words has the ability to shape your world you can either speak death over your life or you can begin to speak life over who you are and you've got to get to a place where you stop talking death and start talking life when you
2: are doing everything in your power to be the best makeup of yourself you have to eat the dream you have to sleep the dream you have to
3: dream the dream you gotta touch you have to see it when nobody else sees it you have to feel it when it's not tangible you have to believe it when you cannot see it you gotta be possessed with the dream You got to get to a place where you say, you know what, I got to stop talking about what I don't have and who's not here and what someone didn't give me. I got to stop talking death and I got to start talking life. Your world is a result of words you have spoken. When you look at your life, I promise you there is a connection between the life you live and the words you have spoken. And I challenge you right now. Yeah, you got to get to a place where you start speaking what you want to see. You got to say what you want to see. You got to say, I want to be rich. I want to be wealthy. I want to build legacy. I want to be healthy. I want to have a good marriage. Matter of fact, just say I am. I I am blessed. I am favored. I am healed, I am set free, I am victorious, I am a powerful person, I am a spiritual person, I am a blessed man, I am a blessed woman. You got to speak not what you see, but what you want to see. When God in the Old Testament, whenever he wanted to change a person's destiny, he'd always change their name first why because your name gave you identity your name gave you purpose and so if you look in the Bible when God was getting ready to do something in someone's life in the Old Testament oftentimes he changed their names because God has to change your name so he can change your confession when God wants to take you to a new level he has to give you a new name because that gives you new language And he said, I don't want you calling yourself by your old name. Stop calling yourself who you used to be and start calling yourself who you're going to be. Yeah. Stop calling yourself stupid. Stop calling yourself dumb. Stop calling yourself sick. Stop calling yourself fearful. Stop calling yourself afraid. Stop calling, that's your old name. That's who you used to be, but you're not that anymore. Right now, you got to declare, I'm not calling myself by my old name. I'm calling myself by my new name and my new name is blessed yeah my new name is rich yeah my new name is is healthy my my new name is powerful my new name is confident god says if you want to see different, you got to say something different the bible says that jesus is on a boat and when he's on this boat there's a storm and the storm is there and the winds are blowing and and the waves are going and, and, and that the thunder is roaring and lightning and there's this huge storm, so much so that the disciples think they're about to die. And I want to talk to somebody right now who, who feels like you're in a storm. You feel like you're overwhelmed by life. You feel like the waves of life are trying to take you out. I want to talk to somebody who feels like you're in the middle of a storm right now. A financial storm a a health storm a relational storm you just got the worst news of your life things you thought were supposed to happen didn't come to pass you thought you'd be in a different place by now you're looking at your age and you're saying I can't believe I thought I'd be in a different place by this time and and so you feel like you're in the storm you just got laid off you feel like you're in the storm the doctor just gave you a report that's crazy you're in the storm, your children are mad at you and you don't have the relationships that you wanna have. But I wanna tell you what Jesus did when he when he saw the storm. The, the Bible says that he got up and the disciples are screaming and saying, do something, Jesus, help us. We're getting ready to die. Let me tell you what Jesus did. Jesus didn't cry. Jesus didn't complain. Jesus didn't get upset. The Bible says that Jesus looked at the storm and said peace be still and when he spoke the storm calmed down. The Bible says that Jesus didn't talk about the storm. The Bible says that Jesus spoke to the storm. And I want to talk to the person who spends all your time talking about every problem you have and what's wrong and what failed and what's messed up and how it's not coming together. I need you to do me a favor, stop talking about your storm and start talking to your storm, that's right. Stop talking about the cancer and start talking to the cancer. Stop talking about the depression and start talking to the depression. And you got to look at your depression and say, Depression, you gotta get out my life. You gotta get out my house. Why? Because this body doesn't belong to you, this mind doesn't belong to you. You gotta stop talking about the sickness and you gotta start talking to the sickness. And you got to tell the sickness, sickness, you gotta you got about three hours, you got about three days left in my life. You got to start talking to the chaos. You got to look your Goliath in the face and say, Goliath, I'm not backing up. I'm not backing down. You got to stand flat foot and talk to your storm stop talking about how bad the job is start talking to the job you got to wake up every morning and say this job is great this job is good this job is blessed and because i have this job i'm walking in on assignment and because i'm in my assignment i just know that this office is gonna be filled with the best stuff that it needs to be filled with. why because you stopped talking about it and you started talking to it poverty. Stop talking about poverty and start talking to poverty and say poverty you are not welcomed in my life. Poverty you are not welcomed in my home. Matter of fact I crowned you a landlord right now. You are the landlord of your life and you have the right to serve an eviction notice over every tenant in your life that don't belong there. I dare you to serve an eviction notice over cancer. I dare you to serve an eviction notice over poverty. I dare you to serve an eviction notice over lack you got to tell lack get out my life you don't belong here you don't need to be in this room get away from me why because I am the landlord here and I speak to my storm and I tell my storm peace be still you got to say something different if you want to see something different you got to say something different many of us we love to to read motivation many of us We love to hear motivation. You can't just hear motivation. You got to speak motivation. You got to say what I'm saying. Don't just hear it and walk away from the video. No, you got to stop and say what I just heard. I got to repeat. And come on right now. You got to hear what I'm saying and you got to repeat it. I am winning. You're not losing. I'm winning. Come on. I'm overcoming. I'm getting through this. I'm overcoming this challenge. I'm going to get through this mountain. I am going to make it to my destiny. I'm going to see my promise. I'm going to reach my future. I am going to build my legacy. I am going to have these kids. I am going to find that special person. I am going to get this degree. I am going to buy that house. I am going to do it. I'm not just hearing it. I'm going to speak it into my life. Because my words can change and shift my world.
4: My name is Sarah Wells and I'm an Olympic athlete. I competed in the 400-meter hurdles at the London Olympics and yes, that was a highlight. But my dark patch came four years later when the Olympics came back around and everyone expected me to qualify again, and I didn't. I felt like such a failure. I thought my friends wouldn't like me anymore. I thought the entire world was about to be flipped upside down
2: when you are down find a way to get up i've been there i go through it like anybody else but i have a job to do in this world and so do you
4: you too may have had a goal in mind an idea of what success looked like and for whatever reason that goal might have evaporated in front of your eyes that's what i felt Sometimes it can be easier to just live in that dark place because the strength required to climb back out is a lot. A lot of effort, a lot of time, and honestly, it feels completely out of reach. But you know what? It's not. It is possible to get back up again. Minute by minute, choice by choice, we can move farther away from the thing that set us back. We can dust ourselves off and rise back up. By crawling out of the darkness of difficulty, we learn a lot about our own strength. We're able to do what we thought was impossible and we use what's inside of us to grow stronger, braver. We're wise from those experiences too. We now know what it takes to overcome. Every time life knocks us down, we can choose to get back up we become a better version of ourselves a version that knows pain a version that knows struggle but a version that has lived through and knows the beauty of coming out on the other side it gets better you get better the struggle is worth it so pick yourself back up and keep going life is difficult and messy But through the struggle comes beautiful, powerful things.
2: To each one of you that is listening to this message, understand the pain, the struggles, and all of the things that you felt that are holding you back. It's not going to hold you back for very long. Because as long as you are alive, you have to continue to move on you have to continue to live you can't allow the misery and the hurt and the pain hold you back to a position where you can't move forward because as long as there's life in that body you got things that you need to get done the reality is we cannot go on forever but we must go on we can't live forever but we must continue to live We must fight for something, don't fight for nothing, live and breathe and fight and believe and understand that it's not over for you. It's not over for you because you are still here. So make the most of your life, honor those that are no longer here with us. Make sure you're leaving the mark. Make sure you're leaving a legacy. So when your time comes, your legacy can be left to the next generation. So keep up the good fight. It's not over for me. And it shouldn't be over for you. Carry on. Live strong. Keep it moving. No matter how strong, no matter how tough you think you are, you're going to hurt. You're going to feel that sense of emptiness. You're going to feel that sense of loss. But the best thing about losing is to grow. Is to feel it. It's to understand it. It's to fight through it. It's nothing. Nothing on Earth can stop your purpose if you just hold on to it. So I live, not just for me, not just for my family, not just for the people that look to me, but I do it to honor my parents. It feels not the best of me right now because I don't have that mother to talk to. I don't have that father to talk to or to give advice. It's just me now. The people that mattered in my life, the people that gave me life are no longer in this world. But they exist in my heart. They give me a reason that they left a legacy for me to carry on. This doesn't mean that it's the end of me. It means that I have work to do. It means that I have to continue to push and go harder and go stronger. It means that I have to stay focused. It means that I have to stay faithful.
1: Anxiety is characterized by excessive worry, nervousness, or unease about something. The key thing to remember is that what you're anxious about may or may not happen. So, you might be anxious about how you will perform on a test or how well you will do on an upcoming assignment. But if you check your track record, you will likely discover that you usually perform better than you thought you would. And what I found is that that you consistently question and challenge the story that you have created about the situation that is causing you anxiety. I love positive psychology and it teaches us that our brains tend to extremize and the thought is not the problem. The thought is going to come, especially if it's a habit that you have. But the real issue is agreeing with the thought. I can remember getting a needs improvement on an evaluation and my immediate thought was Maybe you're not cut out for this. It's like, I forgot about all of the positive comments that were made and my mind was stuck and focused on the negative feedback. That response is typical. There isn't anything wrong with you because your mind is accustomed to focusing on the negative but what you have to do is make sure that you're not allowing that feedback as a way to measure your potential as a way to measure your skill set and preparation is is a great way to reduce anxiety even if you have a tough challenge being prepared will make you feel more at ease Don't wait until the last minute and try to cram everything, spread it out, pace yourself, and be confident when the day comes for you to show up. So many college students experience anxiety. Research has shown that 80% of college students experience anxiety. That's a big number. And, And what I want to do today is help you to see that you don't have to be a part of that 80%. You can make small changes that will cause everything around you to change. You can make small changes that will help you perform better. And so first I want you to figure out what is causing you the greatest anxiety. In order to conquer anxiety, you've got to first know your triggers and what stresses you out. The next thing you have to do is make sure that you're not overextending yourself. Over the years, I've I've learned that no matter how hard I try, I'm not going to be able to please everyone. I'm not going to be able to do every single thing that everyone wants me to do. And it's OK. And so I've come to the understanding that I can't stress myself out trying to make everyone around me happy. Happiness is an inside job making someone else happy is way too much of a burden for you to carry. And when you do that, what you do is you push yourself into a state of overwhelm and to a state of anxiety. This means that instead of trying to be a people pleaser, you're going to have to figure out what is important to you. You cannot be all over the place. You have to be able to set a schedule that aligns with your priorities. And this means that you're ultimately gonna have to learn the power of no. Or as I like to say, you're gonna have to learn to value your yes. So, yep, some people are gonna get upset with you. Some people are going to say you're selfish. Some people are gonna say that you have changed. But at the end of the day, you have to realize that people who truly care about you will never interfere with your desire to grow. Instead, they will encourage you to pursue your goals, even if that means that you have less time to spend with them. Everyone will not value your time, so it's going to be up to you to value your time. There are people who are mean and and selfish and inconsiderate of your feelings, but you have to be careful that you don't allow someone who is miserable to make you just as miserable as they are. It's always best practice to separate yourself from negative people and toxic environments. But I do understand that there are instances when you have to interact with someone who is negative. It can be a professor, it can be a coworker, it can even be a a family member. And you definitely want to limit your time around them But if you have to be around them, then you are going to have to condition yourself to not take what they say or do personally. And one of the the key ways to defeat anxiety is to increase your ability to manage yourself. You can't control other people, but you can control how you respond to people. You can't control every outcome, but you can control how you respond to the outcome. One of the strategies that I like to use is setting a time limit on expressing my negative emotions. So I don't ignore how I feel, but I understand that how I feel impacts my performance. It impacts my productivity level. And so I face situations that could have kept me in bed all day, but I chose to get up. I had to give myself a pep talk. And I had to remind myself of just how important it is that I continue to show up. And so I want you to listen to me carefully. Your future self needs you to show up today. You have to keep studying, you have to keep learning, you have to keep improving your skill set because that is how you're going to get closer to achieving your goals. You're not going to get closer to your goals by laying in the bed all day. And so when I experience disappointment, I have to own what happened, but I still have to choose to move on. I have to begin to figure out, okay, what do I need to do to improve my circumstances? It's important that you have a support system, but at the end of the day, your future is determined by what you do on a daily basis, not what other people do to you or for you.
0: Anxiety, frustration, I've been in the ever-cycling vortex of self-doubt. I've been there, so I kind of know what you're talking about. I'm going to share a few things with you that hopefully will help the pain to subside. You You can read them if you want. You can read them again later if you feel like it. You don't have to do that. You don't have to do anything. But you get to choose. But honestly, man, if I spend all this time typing this out to you, and you don't allow it to be a tender to your fire, well, you're just letting us both down. I'm gonna give you four rules that if you can obey, if you can make these rules a command, I believe not only will the pain subside, but perhaps transformation could take place on the inside. Rule number one, there are no more zero days. What is a zero day? A zero day is when you don't do a single solitary thing towards whatever your dream or goal is in this life. I want you to make a conscious decision that there will be no more zero days. I'm not saying you got to kill yourself. But the point I'm trying to make is that you need to promise yourself that your new program, your new system will be a life lived of no more zero days. This means that when the day is over and you look up and it's 1158 at night, You did something. No more zero days. I mean, I don't care if it was one push-up, one sit-up, one page of the book. But just make a decision that there will be no more zero days. You see, when you're in the vortex of being bummed, and you are trapped in the pattern of self-sabotaging behavior, you get used to it. And the only way you are going to break out is with a massive string of consistent non-zero days. That's rule number one. Don't forget it. Rule number two is that you are going to have to be grateful to the three yous. The past you, the present you, and the future you. And if you want to love somebody and have someone to love you back, you got to learn to love yourself. And the three yous are key. You gotta be grateful for the past you, for the positive things you've done, and do favors for the future you, like you would for your best friend. You feeling bad today? Stop for a second, and think of a good decision you made yesterday. That salad, that fish, that protein shake, instead of a burger or fries, did you save money in your past? Buy something that resonated with you and thank the past you? Are you currently saving toward that dream or that goal you have? Or that improbable feat? Then you need to be grateful for the present you. The last part of the three U's is you gotta love your future self. You gotta do your future self a favor. I know you might be tired Not today, present self. This one's for future me. No PlayStation, no Xbox, no distraction. I don't care if it's one more push-up or one more sit-up or one more page in the book. You see, the cycle of doing something for someone else, future you, and thanking someone for the good in your life, past you, is the key to building gratitude and productivity. Don't doubt me. Rule number three, you are going to have to forgive yourself. I mean it. Maybe you have all the know-how, the money, the ability, strength, and talent to do whatever you want to do. But let's say you still don't do it. Now you're gonna give yourself a tough time for not doing what you need to do. Pick your head up. Being disappointed in yourself causes you to be less productive. If you can forgive yourself, you can be healed from the past, equipped for the present, and cast vision for the future. You owe you, forgive you, and get on with the rest of your life. Rule number four is the easiest and it's three words, exercise and books. That's it, pretty standard advice. But when you exercise daily, you actually get smarter. You get crystal clear about the road ahead. When you exercise, you position yourself to win the war. When you exercise and you push yourself, you will test the limitations of your soul and you will become crystal clear, both internally and externally that all you have is all you need. As for books, almost everything we've ever thought or felt or gone to or wanted or wanted to know how to do has been figured out by someone else. So get some books, get some books. Read Seven Habits of Highly Successful People. Read Emotional Intelligence. Read From Good to Great. Read books that will help you understand. Read books that will get you crystal clear on your future. Read the bodyweight fitness Reddit and incorporate it into your workouts. Reading gets you to the next level faster. One last piece of advice though. If you wake up tomorrow and you can't remember the four rules, I just laid it out for you. Read this again. Watch this video again. Don't forget. Nine zero days as much as you can. The three U's: Gratitude and favor. Forgiveness. Exercise. And books. And this is the road to self-improvement. Physically. Emotionally. Mentally. You got this man.